0: Hey, good evening, and welcome to Light in the Darkness. My name is Red Mark. Well, I said I was going to start doing more podcasts because I really there's so much going on right now, and I I believe time is so short, guys, that I just want to get as much out to you as I can, and hopefully it'll help some of you through some of some of your questions and thoughts. And (coughs) so, excuse me. And so, tonight I want to talk about uh, this. This uh, commentary is entitled, The Tragedy of Our Times, and Then the Victory. You know, I feel like I've awakened in the midst of a dystopian nightmare. The horror movies that I have avoided in the past have suddenly become reality. I have read or listened to at least a 150 accounts of death or serious injuries brought about by the COVID vaccines. I have reached a point of not wanting any more of the grief that i feel as a result of hearing these tragic stories the mandating of these injections that kill and disable people for life is pure evil there is no other way to describe it end quote that opening statement was from christian brother jonathan brentner a writer on the uh, uh, rapture ready site you know it's truly tragic as to what is taking place all around us right now as far as our nation this nation that I, I i love and and watching it teeter on the brink of an economic ruin unlike anything we've ever seen in our history it's difficult to know if america will fall as a result of an internal implosion or an external attack but one or the other seems so likely in the coming days apart from a major change of direction away. From the murders of innocents, the LGBTQ movement that destroys the lives of so many children, and the rampant lawlessness at the highest levels of our government that obstructs justice for so many and yet rewards the guilty. Amazing to watch. Sometimes it's more than a little easy these days to fall into despair and wonder if Jesus is really coming for us anytime soon. There are days, are there days when it seems as though we are already experiencing tribulation conditions? You know, on the Tuesday night gathering we have people, people are telling me this, you know, sometimes it's overwhelming. These are the foreshadows of the four horsemen that we've talked about here on the podcast in the past. They're coming soon. They happen, of course, at the opening of the uh, seven year tribulation period. You know, when we're honest with ourselves, most of us all feel this way at times in these increasingly dark dark days. And when it does, many of us feel alone and wonder if even we can make it through all of this before the Lord returns or before he takes us home. You ever feel this way? Well, you're not alone. So now, I want to take us to Jesus' promise to the Church of Philadelphia in Revelation 3.10 let me read it to you guys this is a sixth church in the seven church teaching since you have kept my command to endure patiently i will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world and test those who live on the earth notice the key there keep you from the hour of trial that is revelation chapter 3 verse 10. now this passage is a great reminder to us, the remnant, that is, we who are following the Lord as, much, as closely as we can, that we will not have to go through the terrifying seven-year tribulation period that's just around the corner, which is called, again, the Great Tribulation. You know, he promises to keep us. This is he, we who believe in him from this coming hour of trial. We just need to continue to endure patiently, guys, which sometimes is difficult again. Point here, please note that the trial Jesus refers to here is not the persecution of the church. This is something that's gonna come upon the entire world. This is the wrath that is to come upon the entire world as described in chapters six through 18 in the book of Revelation. That's the tribulation period teaching. The next phase, those who dwell on the earth is not the New Testament church. That's gone during this tribulation. I believe the simple truth of this is the fact that the church is never mentioned in these six, these, this, these, these these chapters that describe uh, the tribulation period, these chapters six through 18 of Revelation, never mentioned. Also notice that at the end of this, all seven church teachings, uh, these are in chapters two and three of Revelation, Jesus says this, and I quote, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, this passage is only mentioned one more time in Revelation 13, 9, during the tribulation. And get what he says this time. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Notice there's absolutely no mention of the church here. Wow. And just remember this when you feel beaten down and being pummeled by the devil. Just remember that, yes. We may experience difficult times and great persecution in the, you know in the in our remaining time here on earth before that but just remember that you will not have to face those final seven years of terror that is about to come upon the whole earth okay now the question i get constantly is is the rapture really real or is it really coming soon or is it after the tribulation is it in the middle you know the whole question is Uh, that are very fair questions, because people have not been taught these teachings. And, matter of fact, a lot of naysayers say, there's no such thing as a rapture, it's not mentioned in the Bible. So let me address that, and I'm going to give you a very brief overview of the rapture, which is the coming hope, that I want us all to know that is is our coming victory, which is coming very, very soon. We'll start in Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, which says that, John is taken to heaven in the spirit. Now, this verse represents, I believe, and many watchmen believe, that John, of course, was speaking for the church. And when he's taken to heaven, that's when all the rest of it starts happening. That's the church. The beginning of the final assigned time before Christ returned to earth, of course. Now, Revelation 13, 9 says, He that hath an ear, let him hear. We already talked about that. The church is not mentioned, and then another proof: Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse three through eight, tell us that the restrainer, which is the Holy Spirit, is taken out of the way. That the restrainer is none other than the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came into the world in His present special dispensation at Pentecost, which was in Acts two, uh, specifically empowering the church for the Great Commission. But once the church is taken up, the Holy Spirit basically goes with us, taking, being taken out of the way. This that then allows Satan to have his final raging fling just prior to our Lord's triumphant return when he comes back to earth. And, uh, and so it's powerful stuff. That's in Revelation 12 when Satan really turns it up, guys. So, well, again, that was Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3-8 through that talks about the restrainer being moved out of the way. Read it for yourself. It's there. And now let me move on to the next page. If I can get my page to come apart. Here you go. Don't you love my professionalism? You know, simply put, the Lord is withholding judgment as he now sits on the throne of grace. But the day approaches when he will sit at the seat of judgment. And then the day of wrath will fall upon all the world. You can read this in Psalm 110, verse 5. Revelation chapter 6, verse 17, and Isaiah 13, verses 6 through 13. The church plays no role in the tribulation. This is a time of Jacob's trouble, Jacob, of course, being representing Israel, and the 70-week Daniel teaching, which is an amazing thing in itself, but I'm not going to even try to describe it in a short time here. The The tribulation's two primary purposes are this, judgment against the Christ-rejecting world, and bring the nation, national. Excuse me, the national regem, the redemption of Israel, which you'll find in Zechariah chapter 12. Now, the word rapture. This is the proof that it is in the Bible. Is derived from the Greek word harpazo, which means to seize or carry off by force, or to snatch out of the way. Now, the Greek harpazo translate into Latin as rapios R A P I O S so latin is where we get this that's in 1 Thessalonians 4:17 and it says this that we are caught up after the dead rise first sorry naysayers the word rapture is in the bible continuing on here the rapture and the second coming differ significantly they cannot Cannot get my paper apart. They cannot occur at the same time. They can't. The timing of the resurrection of the dead comes first in the order of events that Paul describes in 1 Thessalonians. In fact, I want to read a passage to you. Uh, This is in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 15, verses 51 and 52. And it says, Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all fall asleep, but we will all be changed in the flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. Wow, isn't that amazing? Love that. The Bible just lays this out once you know where to go, and, how, and if you've really studied it, it's uh, so clear. Now here we see the dead rise first, of course, and then we who are left go up. Now get that, go up to meet Jesus in the clouds. So in other words, at the rapture, Jesus says, in the air we meet him. At the second coming, Jesus comes down to earth, and he's a rider in, in Revelation 19 on the white horse, and he comes with the church. At the rapture, the remnant goes up to heaven. At the second coming... We the remnant come down to earth with Jesus, as I just said. Wow. So we go up and then we come down. The rapture is followed by the rule of the Antichrist. We know that. That's the beginning of the seven year tribulation period when the church is taken up. At the second coming, it is followed by the reign of Christ, the thousand year reign. Again begins that teaching begins in Revelation 19 at the rapture Jesus comes for his church at the second coming Jesus comes with his church for his church and with his church okay i know it's a lot quickly but i this is a very condensed version guys and also in first Thess- Th- Th- thessalonians i'll say first Thessalonians 1:10 and chapter 5 verse 1 through 9 plus Romans 5:9 and Revelation 3:10 those are the verses, all promise that church-age believers will be saved from the wrath to come. The tribulation is exactly called the day of God's wrath, and we are witnessing now are the prophesied birth pains of Matthew chapter 24. What is coming upon the earth will make these current pains look like kindergarten, guys. The Apostle Paul said that we need not worry about the signs of the times because the church has promised redemption from the day of wrath, the days of darkness that is soon to overcome the whole world. Pre-tribulation Christians are awaiting Christ, not the Antichrist. I hope that helps a little bit. I know you may have to listen to a couple parts, a couple times, but um, it's a short version, but I hope it gives you some, some, some wisdom to where to go and where to look, okay? No, I love you all, and I'll be following up very soon with something else uh, because, like I said in the beginning of this, uh, there's so much going on and there's so much to talk about that I'm really going to pick up the pace, Lord willing. And so please pray for me for wisdom, for clarity, and to be sure that I teach what God wants me to teach, not what I think. Let him and the Bible, his word, answer all disagreements and questions. Lord, I thank you for each that are listening tonight. Will you play blessings upon each one of them, Lord? And uh, and uh, I just love them all. And uh, we fellow we fellow remnant Christians, um, we know it's not easy right now. But you know what? We're going to be victorious. We thank you for that, Jesus. This promise, and we pray in your name. Amen. So, guests, guys, I should say, until next time. This is Rip. going on